Um, speaking of peel, is it true that you have an OnlyFans page and you can peel a banana with your feet? I don't have one, and it's, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll indulge you this. I just discovered what OnlyFans was about three weeks ago when it was brought up in a discussion in my office. What do you think? And I was, ve I was oblivious to the whole concept. You <laughs> 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 just can't tell the truth. Welcome to Move Left Idiots, a socialist talk podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Monterulo, joined here by my co-host, Comrade Dracula. Comrade, what's happened? Uh, we've been getting bombarded on our Facebook page. We've been mass reported um, for speaking out against genocide. Um, things that, we, uh, that I've posted over the last month uh, are now getting flagged and taken down for violating terms of service. One was a meme, and it was uh, it was just like describing the Nakba, you know, killing right. all these people, stealing their land. Um, but then a kid threw a stone at me, so I'm crying now. Uh, and that was that was taken down by Facebook because they said it constituted hate speech. Hmm. Uh, yeah. I'm not I'm not kidding. No, I, said, I, I if you, believe it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So just just talking about a historical event is hate speech now. That's that's anti Semitism now. Yeah. And you know, it's like like nobody's actually looking at it. It's just if enough people click on it and report it as hate speech, right. it just automatically does it, whether you it was or not. That's all it is, right? Um, so I've been posting some you know non genocide related content just because you know as much as I don't believe in allowing those fucking maniacs to silence anybody, I also don't want our page with fourteen thousand followers taken down. So I, I posted a meme uh, this week. Actually, just it was like six days ago, so just just after our last show, and it's 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 the meme people call the Nazi meme. I guess like the format originally was like a Nazi meme, but it's been repurposed so many times that it's like I don't who cares, you know. But yeah. so it's the one where there's like two girls talking to each other, and then it's just like a guy and he says something or he's talking to somebody else or whatever. And so it's just the label at the top says girls, and this girl says, "I can't believe he didn't cry during Titanic." <laughs> and the other, the other girl says, do men even have feelings? And then at the bottom, there's a picture of a ship and there's a guy with a, he's got the beard and it says, boys, does anyone know where the love of God goes when the wave turns the minutes to hours? Still, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Was it, that it, originally a Nazi meme? I, I've seen so many like variations of that. I don't think I've ever even seen a Nazi People version. call it that because that's originally how it started. It was okay. like, it was like, you know, trad con, you know, uh, right, versus, right. Versus feminist type, whatever bullshit. But yeah, so obviously it was a, referring to Gordon Lightfoot's um, ballad, uh, Wreck of the Evan Fitzgerald, which sunk uh, 48 years ago this last week. 
So I just, I, just, I, loved, uh, I mean, the joke is so like rich to me because it's, it's like the idea that like women only know about one shipwreck because there's a movie about it, but men are so like steeped in maritime lore and like, you know, the real salt of the earth type things, the real, the real tragedies, not all the dead rich people on the Titanic. <laughs> um, but just, you know, I mean, and obviously that's just such a gross oversimplification, but like just that's, that's the premise of the joke of the meme. And I don't, I just think it's hilarious <laughs> that, that women don't know how, you know, deep down men are, are tortured inside over the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. <laughs> that they've committed the, that they've committed like the, you know, every line of that, of that song to memory. Right. They're just, they're yeah. just walking around singing it in their own head. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is an amazing fucking song, but. Um, oh yeah. I mean, it's not like if there wasn't that song that people wouldn't still remember it because it was just, you know, it was like the last major shipwreck on the great lakes and you know it was at a time when we had pretty much all the same technology we have on ships today except for maybe satellite tracking was different but like you know i think i think for most people they they don't realize how big the great lakes are and they're like oh my god that's so crazy that's so tragic but um but yeah i mean i've been to whitefish point which was the point they were trying to get to to find safe harbor from this this uh gale of november and they got 11 miles from it and that's where they sunk and that that point is kind of where the current kind of comes around it and deposits ship debris or it has historically and i've been there and there's just huge chunks of ships lane all over the beach for miles um mostly old wooden ships like back when (laughs) when freight was done still by wooden ships but, um, you know, huge, huge 20, 30 foot sections of a side of a ship that have just been laying there in the sun. There's so many of them. They're not valuable. Nobody's going to haul it away. Right. But yeah, that's no, cool. I mean, it's, it's not definitely, cool. Definitely, <laughs> it's interesting. <laughs> I mean, it's, it was, a you know, there, there's thousands of shipwrecks on the Great Lakes. Right. Know? I mean, it's, and that's only just in the last few hundred years. Uh, yeah. I mean, and it's just crazy because you just, you know, there's nothing up near, you know, and in my neck of the woods in the Northeast that's. Uh, you know, I've been to like pretty big lakes, but there were still lakes where you could sort of see one end to the other. You know, I just can't even fathom a lake that's big enough that it's, you know, yeah, that, that yeah. fucking ships are wrecking in it. Like it's there's there's definitely a lot of fathoms. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I mean, um, they're there. They're, it's the largest network of inland seas in the world. Right. Yeah. And it's I think it's like even just like Michigan, you know, that I'm sitting next to in Chicago. It's something like. 44,000 cubic kilometers of water, <laughs> you know, it's just, it's, it's a, just, it's, it's a little mini ocean, yeah. you know? And, uh, and yeah, so that, uh, yeah, 22,000 that. square miles, <laughs> just like Michigan. Uh, that, uh, that's crazy. Um, so, uh, so just quick update for everybody before we kind of get into the news of the week. Um, I did mention on last week's show, uh, if you didn't hear it, that we are going to be moving, uh, hosting platforms, uh, SoundCloud, uh, is just too fucking expensive. If I'm being honest for, for what they provide, which is literally nothing other than just a placeholder for the, for the episode. Um, so basically we're going to be moving to the site called ACAST, A-C-A-S-T. Uh, we already posted last week's episode on there. Uh, I'm in the process right now of, making sure all of the feeds are sort of 
repointed towards that. So, I mean, it's an ongoing thing. Uh, I guess, you know, kind of keep an eye on that in your, in your podcast apps, if you're using those. Um, but if you want to just go to the page now and add the RSS feed, you know, to your, to your podcast app to overcast or whatever, um, it's, uh, I'm going to give out the address, but, you know, just check out our face our uh, Twitter or our Facebook. We'll post a link there too. Right now, right now it's uh, feeds.acast.com slash public slash shows slash move left. Huh. doesn't roll off the tongue quite as easily as, as, as soundcloud.com, but um, so is, is it is it totally free or is it just cheaper? No, it's free. It's completely free hosting. Gotcha. They actually even have a, and we'll, you know, talk about this off air, but they have a free uh, recording app too, but I, I don't think it's quite as robust as, as, as uh, Zencaster that we're using. So we'll, we'll try it out though. And we'll, we'll beta test it and see what it, see what, how it works. Yeah. Um, yeah, for, for a free hosting site, that's about the best you're going to get for a URL. So, <laughs> right. And, and honestly, that's not, that's not terrible. There's no numbers. There's no gibberish, you know, so feeds.acast.com slash public slash shows slash move left. Um, so, you know, we'll post that up on our Facebook, our Twitters, um, Twitter move, at, you know, at move left pod on Twitter, uh, go check it out on there. Um, so yeah, I mean, other than that, uh, I think that the next, I'm going to try to, I think I, we still have SoundCloud for another couple of weeks. So I'm going to probably post this week's episode on there, but I would suggest if you want kind of a seamless transition in your, uh, listening that you add this, you know, to your bookmarks bar. If you just listen to us right on your browser, uh, if you listen to us through our, through Twitter, just, you know, keep, just keep checking our feeds. We'll be posting the new episode links. And if you do use a podcast app, uh, just go ahead and add that as a, uh, as an RSS, you know, feed to that podcast app. And that's super easy to do. Don't be intimidated by the technical end of it. Just Google it. So it takes <laughs> two minutes uh, for anybody that's never done that before. And you can and even Anthony's do that not even a Apple math podcast. Surgeon, so. No, 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 I am not a math surgeon. Um, but yeah, you can even do that in Apple podcasts if you're still using that God awful fucking app. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, other than that, uh, we should probably get into the news of the week, uh, because the situation in Gaza is, uh, somehow seemingly getting even worse. Uh, I mean, we, you know, the, the, the ridiculousness of the, the propaganda that we immediately saw through, uh, you know, in all of our hate speech posts on, on Facebook, I guess, um, you know, about like the, the fake lies about the beheaded baby, all the shit that we knew was obvious fake, uh, you know, just lies cooked up by Israel to just kind of get a little bit of popular support to to do the thing that they're doing right now which is just a mass genocide of uh the palestinians uh but the also the uh hospital bombing uh from from like a month ago or whenever that was where they just claimed that no of course it wasn't us it was a hamas rocket we would never attack a hospital um so you know again they've they've shifted the goalposts on that i mean i think everyone almost pretty much uh, is is in agreement at this point that they definitely did blow up that fucking hospital, and now they're terrorizing another hospital. They they have openly admitted that they've uh, raided or or you know uh, infiltrate. I, I don't know. What the, I forget the exact term that they use, but they're they're occupying uh, one of the only remaining hospitals that they haven't bombed yet, 
in in what's left of Palestine. And uh, yeah, but but you know, apparently there there are a bunch of uh, Hamas guys, you know, hanging out in the basement that they definitely uh, did see, but definitely won't show us. Um, well, they said there's no more evidence to publish, right? <laughs> and they found allegedly found like a couple of old like a handful of rusty AKs that look yeah like from the 60s it looked like they hadn't been fired in decades you know just and they well the funniest part was they said they apparently they put out some kind of like propaganda video oh, I saw that, this, yeah. that had like a picture of like a 10-story building underground under the hospital right but then they get down there and like there weren't even any tunnels let alone this h Q that they claim was there. Uh-huh. So, you like, remember the graphic the Pentagon put out when we were going to invade Afghanistan that said Bin Laden had this like 1,500 foot tall uh, mountain fortress underground. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it, it, it like had, they had like their own hydroelectric system and like, it, and it was like a cross section of like the fucking Death Star. I'm like, these guys didn't fucking. <laughs> carve this thing out like like you know and how did they even get this information like what the fuck like who drew this where did they get the <laughs> right, <you> know, right. <laughs> if you if, if you had the intel of what this place was floor by floor like why wouldn't you have gone and blown it up already like this this just this fucking fantasy this is just like the marvelization of of american brains that you know the enemy has to be you know this this you know doctor evil level of fucking like you know underground layer on inside of a volcano inside of you know right. it's just it's fucking ridiculous it's just stupid and ridiculous but americans eat that shit up israelis eat that shit up you know and i mean so this was another so when they had to start defending themselves bombing hospitals the idf tweeted out we know the ambulances are used to transport patients in need of emergency medical care in hospitals or institutions where patients go to receive medical treatment, right? But for Hamas, ambulances are used to transport operatives and weapons to, to disguise them as civilians in hospitals are, in fact, terrorist infrastructure, not the most medical purposes. This is against international law and turns them into legitimate, uh, legitimate military targets. So it's just Israel, just if, if they suspect that Hamas is hiding out in the basement or in their a secret lair <laughs> that they somehow, you know, it's, it's like the fuck it's like stranger things. Like how did Russia build an underground base under a mall and nobody noticed? Like, that's, <laughs> right. just, that's not fucking possible. You'd right. have, you know, it would take years. There would be, you know, hundreds and hundreds of dump trucks. Like you would have all the, you know, <laughs> it's just, it's fantasy. It's fucking fantasy. So this is, this is a nice little, list here um of just just how israel's style of public relations works right and, and you're gonna hear it with one of the clips we're gonna play later like the way that they will you know they, they have like a very set list of the order they will go in in justifying what they're doing and it's designed this way for a reason because it's it's the kind of thing where like reporters will just give up after a while and it's just like okay they're fucking crazy so a quick guide to Israel's PR methods. Number one, we haven't heard reports of deaths. We will check into it. Number two, the people were killed, but by a faulty Palestinian rocket or bomb. Number three, okay, we killed them, but they were terrorists. Number four, okay, they were civilians, but they were being used as human shields. Number five, okay, there were no fighters in the area, so that was our mistake, but we kill civilians by accident. They do it on purpose. Number six, okay, we kill far more civilians than they do, but look how terrible other countries are. 
Number seven, why are you still talking about Israel? Are you some kind of anti-Semite? <laughs> just, just like watch for that pattern the next time you watch anyone, you know, on TV advocating for what Israel is doing with this genocide. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Um, it, it, it's preposterous. The, 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 just the shamelessness of the, of the goalpost moving with this. But, uh, again, they, they've got one of the best allies you could ask for in the world. Like nobody is ride or die, uh, with the worst, you know, villains of fucking world history. Like Joe Biden, he just, he just loves to, uh, mindlessly and fucking belligerently back just the most right-wing fucking piece of shit hawkish uh policies countries allies you know whatever just he just loves to be as awful as possible at all times i mean there was that um meeting he had the other day uh, i believe it was the president of indonesia who's like did you see that video the guy that just totally caught him off guard where he was just basically like I, i you really should support a ceasefire like he was just like oh thank you so much for inviting me and you know you really should support a ceasefire and biden was just like i i like it's very clear that a, a good portion of his public interactions are extremely uh scripted and uh controlled because he just he just like it wasn't even like he got mad or anything like he just couldn't process what this guy was saying he like really froze up uh, which just makes you wonder how much he's just completely fucking, you know, a hand up the ass puppet for, for Blinken and the other, uh, ghouls that are running his administration, you know, for real. Uh, it's a scary thought though. It's, it's a very scary thought to me. Uh, who's well, actually I mean, running the fucking show. Joe Biden knows that Zionism is sexy, right? Zionism, right. Zionism is sexy. Joe Biden knows that fact. Yeah. Um, yeah, speaking of Stranger Things, who was that little fucker who was making the stickers? Oh, fucking Noah Shap. Oh my god, what a what a fucking little dweeb that guy is. Just the ultimate I mean, that's you know, people are already saying it's the American uh Tom Felton, the guy who played uh fucking what was it, Draco in uh the Harry Potter movies, and literally nothing else since then. <laughs> like just that dude's right. destined for fucking Tom Felton status. Apparently, he just wants his career in acting to be over, I guess. Uh, I guess. I mean, f- well, but, you know, I, I doubt that's going to really hurt him too much in Hollywood, unfortunately. No, <laughs> I don't it's, think that's it's like-, like nobody's going to cast him in anything else anyway. Like, it's right. Just- well, that's the thing is like, I, I think that'll be of, of its own uh, own, own merits. And then, you know, I'm sure he can blame it on the fact like, that he was even even outspoken. <laughs> Millie Bobby Brown. Would she been in since th- that show? Godzilla? <laughs> <laughs> right no not until <laughs> two not even the fucking you know but um well and it's she's more not, than, and she, yeah or no, God, well, oh well godzilla american reboot godzilla too and it's really like godzilla 50 but you know um but so people but, the reaction to his zionism is sexy sticker video uh was just universally um abhorrent you know, like anyone yeah. who even knows who he is is young enough to be just appalled by that. So I had a couple of tweets here. Um, actually got this. So this series of tw- uh, tweets uh, got retweeted by John Cusack. So go Chicago. Uh, this one tweets, Zionism is sexy, in quotes. So killing innocent Palestinian children and women and, and men is sexy to you? Bombing hospitals, schools, bakeries, ambulances is sexy to you? Cutting off their water and food is sexy to you. And somebody replied here, uh, it's because they're necrophiliacs. 
That is the only logical conclusion I can come from all of this. Who the fuck even evokes the word sexy in the midst of genocide or has the capacity to rape people? Okay, it goes on, kind of cuts off there, so I don't know the rest of what they said. Um, but yeah, so John Cusack retweeted that, so that was that was good for him. Talk about a guy who's not in sync with the Hollywood mindset. No, no, and I, and it's good that there's he's something to kind of bring him back a little bit from the fucking cliffs of insanity that he was heading towards. I think when there was a little bit of a vacuum of like actual injustice going on in the world, he got a little sucked into the Russia thing. But I mean, he's mostly had very good politics throughout his his kind of li- his life. So I mean, I, I did he I really get sucked into that? I can't. I'm, I don't think I was yeah, following him back then. He he was kind of he was really over the top about it. I mean, he still like supported Bernie like during. 2020 and 2016 but like he, he got very into the russia stuff but huh. um but you know whatever i mean it's, I think he, he blocked me on one of my accounts once and probably i was I had like for that reason i i would imagine I, no it wasn't it was this was an old account before my current account uh and, and i had like never interacted with him before either so i'm like is he just like randomly blocking anyone with a fucking hammer and sickle. Well, that's that's what I mean. I think that was like when he was deep in the Russia yeah. stuff and they saw that and they, yeah, but whatever. I mean, I water I under the bridge as long as it came back to the, that, but, um, the light yeah. Side. So, um, uh, another couple series of tweets here, uh, just to get him out of the way. Um, this is, this is just hilarious. This was, uh, the other, just a couple days ago, UN flag lowered to half mass to pay tribute to fallen colleagues in Gaza. Like, how did they fall? <laughs> yeah, just, just fallen. It, you know, was, they they fell. Was, they tripped over uh, a giant was, uh, rocket. And did, how did who? How did they die? I mean, was it if it, who if it was Hamas? Maybe the question that we're asking. If it was Hamas, I'm pretty sure it would be all over the news that Hamas was murdering UN right Terror, staffers, you know, slain by terrorists, or whatever they would say. Like just, but it wasn't. It wasn't. Israel killed 101 UN staff, bombed a UN building, currently using UN school as a military base, uh, attacked the SG and UN mechanisms by calling them terror enablers. Yeah. Um, so this, this guy, um, uh, Israeli representative of the United Nations, launches a tirade against the UN, UN agencies and UN workers, claiming many UNRWA workers in Gaza are themselves members of Hamas. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. That makes sense. I, th- I think, I think for sure, doctors are definitely, uh, definitely fucking Hamas. That's that 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 seems that like, seems like you know something. You're just that's making Hamas happening. look better. You're just making them look good, right? <laughs> you know, you're making them seem legitimate is what you're doing. But right. you know, it, they don't realize that. But it's, um, it's just, what, what, the thing is, like when you when you call everything Hamas, and people are like, "Well, wait, is <laughs> like if if the mailman's Hamas and." You know, the doctor is Hamas and the teachers are all Hamas. Like, if everything you bomb you claim is Hamas, whether it is or isn't, then it's just like, it's the boy who cried wolf, right? Like, eventually, eventually, no one's going to take you fucking seriously anymore. Uh, And then when you do have a problem, everyone's going to be like, yeah, yeah, we don't really believe you anymore. Yeah, no, 100%. So, some, we should start getting through some of these audio clips. And I, I think this first one is, uh, uh related i believe right this norwegian doctor uh yeah so this was a doctor i I don't know what his name is but he has he's he's swedish doctor but he has volunteered at this hospital or one of the hospitals one of the many hospitals that israel has been bombing yeah yeah so let's play this audio it's pretty quiet too so 
Oh, sorry, turn it off. Hang on. You have to choose side. You have to decide in these dark weeks which side you are on in history. Are you on the side of death, occupation, and colonialism, or are you on the side of freedom, justice, and, and equality between people? If you choose that side, it's time to get up. It's time to be an active solidarity voice. No voice is too weak. No poem is too insignificant. No demonstration is too small. We all need now to stand with the Palestinian people and to the leaders, to the leaders of the United States, Mr. Biden, Mr. Blinken, and the state leaders in Europe, I ask you, when are you going to stop this massacre of the Palestinian people? When are you going to abide to international law and behave like humans? Until you do that, nobody will respect you. Yeah, yeah so I'm not sure. Definitely why it sounds was... like a Hamas operative, but uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know why that was so quiet. Uh, I I took that straight off of Twitter. So whoever uploaded that needs to check their levels because that was he was he was talking right into a microphone. So there's no reason for it to be that quiet. Um, yeah, it sounded like he was talking to a fucking shoe. But yes, that's uh, it. Just they uh, just had the levels turned down. It's like I don't know how. Like, so do, do people record audio? It like shit too. Even the even the like the the quality. Did it sounded like it sounded like compressed. Like yeah. native audio, like coming through like a like there's an app on your phone something. where you're yeah. just like, oh, I really want to downgrade the audio quality of this before I put <laughs> <Right>. it online. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, yeah, we're, us and like two other people care about that. Everyone else is just like, yeah, whatever. I can hear it. Like, but and that's um, just, I mean, his his attitude is what the attitude of any rational person in the world would be. Like, there has to be something broken inside you to not be like, yes, everything he said is completely fucking correct. Right, but apparently there are some other doctors who uh, are broken <laughs> inside. This was a tweet from somebody named Doctor Hotu Matua, PhD, Israeli flag in the in the uh, in the header there. Zionism is sexy. Hamas is ISIS. Cry harder. Like I guess they're, they're, they're telling us to cry harder because we don't like the fact that Zionism is sexy. Hamas is ISIS. Somebody replied to this. this one person says does this does the phd in your name stand for permanent head damage it's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good not bad uh um yeah it, it it's just i, I don't know I, I i just i i feel like there's just no you know end in sight and i know you're you're pretty convinced they're gonna they're gonna stop around twenty thousand, and they may uh but well remember no- when they turned off all the internet yeah, in Gaza, in America, said no, you can't do that. Yeah, we have to turn the internet back on um, because basically we need to monitor everything that's going on there, right? Because we need to make sure that you know once you hit that twenty thousand quota, we put the kibosh on that, right? So that it basically like they they weren't going to let Israel just go fucking buck wild and have no idea what they were actually doing and how bad it was, right? So that was one of the re- big reasons. It's not because they wanted, you know, they care about the people of Gaza on a, on a fundamental... No, they just realize they're already pushing their fucking luck in terms of just the, the how unconscionable this is and how, like, you couldn't come back from something like that. I right. think they're really pushing their, the, their luck the, with that. You know, as much as people say, well, Israel controls America, it's like, yeah, it's the other way around. It's, it's no, definitely America we, we, controls we, Israel. And they 
get a certain amount of leash and then it, they get reined back in. That's how this arrangement works. Is America fucking raised Israel? They're, they're they're made in our image. Like like you know, sure the British may have you know helped establish it, but we did quite a bit to uh, mold it in our image in the in the decades since the the creation of Israel. The Germany too. We completely control Germany. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's they'll do whatever we tell them to. Because we own them. Here's another great tweet from a woman named Aviva Klompus, blue check. Um, found in the basement of the Rant- uh, Rantisi Children's Hospital in Gaza, a schedule showing the names of Hamas terrorists <laughs> oh, who God. guarded the hostages. Mm-hmm. Every name on this list is a dead man walking. And this was screenshot was tweeted out by somebody else. Um, their name's in Arabic here, so I don't know what, what it is. A bunch of celebrities tweeted she, this out, too. She deleted this after enough people told her that this was just a calendar that lists the days of the week. <laughs> no apology, of course. You know, people were pretty convinced it was actually just like a cleaning schedule because there were like, I think there were like initials on it. It was it's, like, a, it, yeah, it's a children's hospital. It's like yeah. probably like, you know, which kids it's was like the janitor's clean... fucking cleaning schedule. You no, know? it's like the kids, the kids. The, you, the janitor doesn't need a fucking schedule on the wall. The kids need a schedule on the wall. That's where you put things for kids to remember in a classroom. Is, is yeah. you know, so or it, you know, this yeah. children's hospital, not a school, but same thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's 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 just it's like they'll they'll tweet anything to get your blood boiling or the people that believe them, and they're wrong every time. They made it up every time, and, and people still believe them. It's it's literally it's like how can how could the people that said that we would be grievous liberators in Iraq still have a job writing? columns for the new york times how is that allowed yeah no i mean it's a great question they have they have they have cushy jobs you know writing in the new york times fucking commentating on cable news uh they, they seem to be the only people that 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 get those positions and that's you know i'm sure that that's uh correlation that that there's a reason uh that they have those jobs but I, yeah i don't know i i just it, it's amazing to me that 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 we're the only country seemingly other than our you know, are are like the bitches of America. You know, like the the Germanys and the our our fucking vassal states. Uh, other than that, uh, everyone realizes what fucking monsters that Israel are as a country. I mean, this is not, you know, uh, this is not a secret. You know, I think we had a clip here from uh from from a very a very uh amazingly accented uh, uh lady from uh from Ireland uh what do you so you want you want to set this clip up at all um well what i mean, I mean the clip has her name on it. it's mary lou mcdonald she's the president of sin fine the socialist party in ireland um and it's just everything sounds better with an irish accent especially if it's about you know being in, indignant to imperialism and standing up for freedom it's just when you when you tack out an Irish accent with with the words that you're about to hear, it just makes it fucking art. <laughs> so, yep. Yep. No, 100 yeah. percent. So, yeah, let's play this clip. This is a moment of reckoning for world leaders, for the European Union, a test of commitment to human rights, peace, democracy. We ask, where is the protection of international law for every child killed in Gaza, for every Gazan mother holding the cold body of their dead child. 
Israel cannot be allowed to commit atrocities with impunity. The government says that Israel's actions cannot be without consequences. I agree. That is why the Irish government must take the lead and refer Israel to the International Criminal Court and send the Israeli ambassador home. At the end of the clip, pretty much. She continued, so, uh, the, you may take our lives, but you'll never take our freedom. I was going to say, the, the lead singer of the Cranberries is absolutely right. Uh, I think that we do need to prosecute uh, <laughs> all of the, all of the uh, diplomats and leaders of Israel in the International Criminal Court. But again, that's never going to happen because the United States has literally uh, created a, uh, a battle plan for the event that, that the United States, and I'm sure for Israel as well, uh, was ever held accountable in, in the International Criminal Court. Well, you can't uh, to, be to held accountable in the ICC up, if you're not a member of it and you don't believe it, you know, you, you don't subscribe to it. You're not a member state of the ICC. So there's, there's like nothing they can do. <laughs> like you have to, you know, it's the same thing with the landmine treaty, you know, like there's, there's a treaty against landmines, but we never signed that treaty. So we still keep making landmines. Did you yeah, know that? No, that's that. I, 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 I've definitely heard that. I mean, I, 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 nothing shocks me at this point in terms of uh, things that we that we just you know uh, would expect other people to follow but don't ourselves follow. Um, but yeah, yeah we're the only I mean, country in the world that still manufactures landmines. Yeah, um, no, yeah, that that makes sense. That that that's that tracks. I, that doesn't surprise me. As, as as horrific as that is, that does not. And I, I don't think you know if the whole rest of the world other... has banned them, who's buying them, <laughs> right? What are we making them for if no one, you know? Oh, I'm sure. I, I I'm sure know. we're selling them in Israel on the cheap. Um, Just how, stockpiling them. How many other countries uh, make white phosphorus? Uh, I, I that that's considered illegal in most. Um, most countries under any under international law, but we uh, still produce we didn't it sign that treaty either. Right, exactly. We still produce it and sell it to Israel because uh, rules don't apply to us. We can do whatever the fuck we want. We can use weapons that have no tactical um, advantages other than the fact that they're horrific, um, destructive, indiscriminate. Uh, you know, artillery. That's like the the point of things like white phosphorus. It's literally just to create this like just long lasting chemical burn, um, you know, to the point where you're just like, you know, it, it, it's one of the most horrific things that that, that that's ever been created for uh, use in warfare, um, which and that's a long fucking list. And, and we have uh, the patents on most of those things. But um, yeah, no, there's just I, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I don't really have anything else to say. It's just it's just fucking horrific. But Alan Dershowitz. Uh, Speaking of, yeah, yeah, Alan Dershowitz. What did he do this week? He had, he had. I mean, you know, I, I think the most fucking predictable thing in the world was the second this went down uh, with Hamas on October seventh or whatever it was uh, that Alan Dershowitz would would have come out of the fucking woodwork and uh, just you know set up a cot at, at Fox News to I just. I don't know that he can do that because when is he ever not? out of the woodwork like he's always 
I'm out very, of the loop because I don't watch that shit. I, I, I guess I just assume well, he that he always like, has an has opinion on everything that's happening all the time. He has his own podcast. True. He's constantly making public statements about every single topic he can because he's a fucking media who, whore. Who is the audience for that? Because it's, I mean, I, do, I don't think it's really right wingers because right wingers, you know, he still like he still has like some sort, some like moderate, but you know, in their minds, like he, he's, he, I think he supports Democrats like broadly, but he's he's just detestable to anybody that has any fucking sense of 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 you know world news or Nobody foreign policy like to, i mean look at the Krasenstein brothers who is their audience fucking women over 65 I mean, <laughs> yeah right and they how long do their podcasts last less than six months yeah yeah no i mean whatever whatever the next fucking ponzi scheme is that they that they think they can you know, ring some fucking money. And by the way, they are like full steam ahead for fucking Israel. I was, I was, it's always surprising to see which way they'll go. They always seem to know, uh, which way the wind is blowing and, and, you know, in just the, the, the popular kind of media sphere. Um, but I, yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess that, that really does speak to the fact that they do have an audience of, you know, retirement age women over over anyone else because if they were trying to go for people of their own demographic uh they would certainly not be talking about this situation the way they are because i mean that's the one good thing i could say about the situation is that uh the zoomers do not buy into this fucking bullshit they are like even better than us in terms of well you know seeing through this because they didn't even live through the fucking propaganda of of like the post 9 11 shit before we get to the, what the Zoomers think about this thing, I want to I want to explain Alan Dershowitz. So he has a podcast called The Der Show. Like, see what he did there with his name. Yeah, Dur- it's very clever. It's very Dur- clever. The Der Show. He took the he took the its out of the Dershowitz and made it the Der Show, which sounds kind of like Der. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Der show. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he's advertising his podcast ahead of time. As many people who have podcasts do, you know, if they're doing a live show, especially you want to advertise ahead of time, as opposed to what we do, which is, you know, pre-tape call-in show. No, it's not right. <laughs> uh, it's a great Mr. Show sketch, by the way, of the pre-tape call-in show. Um, <laughs> and, so he's he's just like pitching his next episode and he has like the, the text of his tweet. They're still called tweets. Um, and he has a little graphic with his face on it, which I guess is like the graphic he uses for every episode. I don't know. I don't watch it. I don't listen to it. I don't follow him on Twitter. I don't think about him. Um, and next to the graphic of his face is apparently like the title of the episode or like the main topic of the episode. And it says, all capital letters, sometimes attacking a hospital saves lives. Yeah. No, that, 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 that's, <laughs> yeah, that for sure, dude, for sure. That's, it, it's like, those aren't the words that you stick your face next to. <laughs> that's, those aren't the kinds of words you want to be known for putting out there next to your face. Um, yeah, so he says, sometimes attacking a hospital saves lives. Watch the Der Show live at 5.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Rumble and YouTube. Leave a question or a comment in the live chat. What do you think about what is happening at the Hamas hospital? The Hamas hospital. He calls it the Hamas, the Hamas hospital. hospital. What a fucking prick. Unreal. The, the hospital where they found no trace of Hamas. No trace that they had a, any kind of underground layer there, much less a headquarters, is the Hamas hospital. 
Yeah, yep. just absolute the, piece of shit. The the Hamospital, if you would. I don't know why he hasn't <laughs> why he hasn't fucking uh, poor mentored that yet. But I mean, um, to, to be fair, they were only treating wounded Hamas terrorists there, right? Right. That was right? actually a prerequisite for getting in. I think for sure the, those 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 babies in incubators. Look, uh, we got to get rid of those babies were... because they haven't signed up to be Hamas members yet. We need we need the resources. We need the incubators purely for Hamas members. No, but they'll grow up to be uh, Hamas members, which is which is the That's justification you'll see for That's a lot. We don't have enough resources to go around right now. We got to only focus on the. Uh, military age Hamas fighters right now. So. It, it's just amazing because it's just it's it's the all time level of projection because they that's literally an argument you've seen like from these fucking psychotic Zionists like especially you know the ones who are who are stupid enough to like do interviews for magazines and New York Times and I was reading one the other day and they, that's basically what it was is like yeah I don't care if they kill kids because those kids are going to grow up to be Hamas members and it's like well number one you know by killing people. Uh, indiscriminately, you're creating Hamas members. I mean, fucking Jesus Christ, read a fucking history book. But right, number well, Israel, two, Israel would say that every single person is already a Hamas member because they're Palestinian, right? Well, but but in number two, it's just the ultimate projection because you're a country that literally forces all of your young people to get fucking uh, propagandized by your your psychotic fucking bullshit uh, through conscription, and you've created a, a fucking entire country full of just genocidal maniacs i mean we we talked about that stat i don't even remember it was something in like the 80 something percent who uh support you know uh uh the, the occupation support the you know the 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 continued fucking subjugation of the palestinian people um and and you know it's, i think it's even it was one of those weird stats where it was even higher among young people it's one of the few countries in the world where the the further right position on something was even more popular amongst the younger generation than it was again from you know, amongst the older generation. Um, so, you know, there's no fucking hope of, of change from within in Israel. That's like, just not even. No. And, and an even option. for, even for Palestinians living in Israel proper, because there are many Palestinians that live inside Israel, it's like 90% of Jewish Israelis don't believe those people should have the same rights as them. Right. 90 percent of the not 90 percent of the politicians, 90 percent of the public supports right. an apartheid system. And these are people that are already, I believe, citizens. And, you know, in some cases like that are just living in Israel who they would love to just live. Yeah. I mean, they would they they would turn it into and <laughs> I would say they would turn it into they already have, you know, I was going to say uh, South Africa and, you know, in the 70s and the 80s. But it's it's, you know, even the people that are within Israel already that have have, you know you know, been born there or, or made it there, uh, they, they would, you know, see them put into that situation as well. Um, so fortunately we don't have that problem here in the U S you mentioned, uh, the, the zoomers. Um, I, I don't even, I don't even know who that is. <laughs> young people. I'm just going to say young people. I think it's like um, people who are in their like tw- early twenties now, like I, younger than me, like, young, I mean, <laughs> like, like early to mid twenties. I think I know. it's just, I, I hate labels like that. Cause it's just, they don't mean anything. And then people are like, well, technically Gen Z is and it's like, shut up, shut the fuck up. I don't care. Young people sympathy. This is from the Hill, the Hill, the newspaper, the Hill, um, sympathy for Israel plunges among younger voters poll. Um, and I only have a little bit to read from this, but just just listen to the word choice of this article from The Hill. See if you notice anything. 
The newest poll numbers come about five weeks uh, after, or I'm sorry, the newest poll numbers come about five weeks since Hamas's bloody assault on Israel on October 7th that left more than 1,200 people dead, including hundreds of civilians. Israel launched a major campaign to eliminate Hamas. A U.S.-designated terrorist group, including airstrikes, bombings, and more recently ground attacks in Hamas-ruled Gaza. So I'll just continue here. I'll come back and, and hit a few couple points. More than 11,470 Palestinians have died in the conflict, according to the Hamas-ruled Ministry of Gaza. Or I'm sorry, the Hamas-ruled Health Ministry in Gaza. One of the biggest shifts came among young voters aged 18 to 34, with 66% disapproving of Israel's response and 20% approving. Compared to November 2nd, 50% disapproving, 32% approved. So Hamas goes into Israel, kills 1,200 people. That's a bloody assault, according to The Hill. Israel goes and kills uh, 10 times that much, almost 12,000 people to date. And that's a major campaign. You see the difference? One yeah. was a bloody assault. The other is a major campaign. Okay. I mean, you, they're, you, can't, you can't compare the two. They're, they're only like, by, by most estimates, like 20, 25,000 Hamas members uh, in all of Palestine. Uh, and they've killed 12,000, at least 12,000 people. But, so uh, you, you see what I'm saying, though? Uh, you, you understand what I'm highlighting here? Which, what part? What the, what the hill is doing. Oh no! Of course, I, look. I, we talk about passive, the, the passive voice on this show constantly, and it's just not even uh, surprising to me anymore. It doesn't even fuck. I don't even bat an eyelash at it because it's 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 just it's, every fucking time that they talk about these kind, like just literally just do the paper bag test. Like, are are they, are they as brown as this paper bag? Then yeah, then they were terrorists, or they were you know attackers, or they were fucking murderers. Uh, and if the answer is no, then it was, you know, killed in or fallen or like, it's just, it's without fail. Um, and it's fucking embarrassing. And, and people who are copy editors, uh, who do that should be fucking shot. But, uh, we know that that's I mean, not going to happen. It's the CIA school of journalism, right? When, when they mention the 1200 people dead in Israel, they make sure to mention hundreds of civilians. There's no mention of civilians when they mention the 12,000 Palestinians, killed right who are i'm sure mostly civilians because you know they don't seem to have any luck actually catching fucking hamas they seem to not well so and and then and then even when they mention the twelve thousand palestinians dead that's that's according to the hamas ruled health ministry so we can't and also like when 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 would, would you say the idf ruled nation of israel Right, right. No, exactly. Like, right. You I, would, the only reason you would say "ruled" is to is to imply that they are somehow, you know, non-democratic, and yeah, and, and, which and, is not true, because Hamas has a political wing and they were elected. Yeah, that's, duly that's, elected. That's why they can say, you know, or try to pretend that Hamas rules the health ministry. It's like the health ministry is made up of fucking doctors for one. Okay, so it's not. It's not like it's just, it's it's absurd. And they use that phrase Hamas ruled multiple, multiple times throughout this article. It was just twice in the one paragraph that I read. So, I mean, they're, they're, they're getting, you know, a list of words they have to use fed to them and say, okay, you can write the article any way you want, but anytime you mention Hamas, you have to include the word ruled, right? Anytime you, 
mention the attack on Israel, you have to describe it in, in you know, graphic terms. That it was a bloody assault. Anything Israel does, it's a, uh, you know, it's, it's a campaign. It's, it's a major, it's, it's a counteroffensive if at worst. That's the worst thing we'll call it is a counteroffensive, yep. right? Even, even then you're implying that they're, you know, not the, you know, IDF, they're the IOF, but anyway. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it, it's absurd. Um, we, uh, so is there, did we want, let's, do we want to get through any of these other clips before we get out of here? Yeah. So we, so what is, what is this other, this third clip? Uh, cause you, you did send me another clip and I can't, I don't make, remember make what out. the third one was. I put the titles of what they were on. Yeah. I don't know what this is like right. a bunch of gibberish. T Z I P I. Oh, maybe that one. Hang on. <laughs> maybe, maybe that one got fucked up in translation. No, cause I went back and checked them all. Hang on just a second. T C I P I H O T O V E L Y. Nope. That's not what it should be. Okay, well, <laughs> pull out of the trash. That's a name. That's a fucking Hebrew name. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> That's, yeah, seems like gibberish to me. But who? Who? So who is? Who is Damn. this person? Who's you? Definitely... Just did an anti-Semitism, Anthony. <laughs> Inadvertently, I guess so. I guess so. Uh, I don't know who she is, but she was on TV and she was doing the, um, you know, that that list I read off earlier. Of like how they will, you know, the the Israel style of public relations, mm-hmm. you know, for we don't do anything wrong. Oh, well, if we did it, someone else forced us to that thing. So she's on TV explaining how, um, you know, none of this is Israel's fault, uh, and Hamas should apologize for every death in Palestine, basically. Oh, okay, great. So let's 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 hear what this fucking uh, maniac has so to say. This circular argument around we only target military targets is fruitless. The facts of the matter is you're killing civilians. The right? fact of the matter. By the thousands. The fact of the matter. Britain killed civilians deliberately in Dresden, Hamburg, Indeed. and Berlin. Yeah. And that was part Indeed. of defeating Nazi Germany. Israel is not doing that. Israel Those is actually being sensitive, sending people to the south area of Israel, of, of Gaza. Israel is giving them alerts. Israel is doing things that not even but one army. We're not killing them. It's Hamas at killing them. It's Hamas at using them as human shields. Well, you, you can, I know that that's Number the other four. side of this argument. That you say if it wasn't for Hamas's behavior, of none course. of this would be No, happening. but Hamas is Therefore, actually using Hamas's them physically. But physically the fact by, by is right turning now, civil uh, facilities to yeah, military facilities. Right now, Israeli bombs Which is a lie. are blowing up Palestinian civilians. After the Palestinians were Palestinian given the opportunity children. to move to the south area of Gaza, opportunity was not given to the children of Sderot, Kfar, many, of, many of them have been killed after they've moved as well. And we've seen evidence of that. So I think the so, majority of them have been prevented so by So there are plenty of move. people being killed. It's just amazing how, how easy they just fucking move. Like, the, the, the real-time goalpost moving of, like, I say a thing and then this person refutes it with evidence and then I say, oh, well, but actually, and then change the thing I just said. And then that person, re- it, it's, no, it's, it's just fucking unreal how shameless that is. Well, it's also somebody who's been trained really well how to run circles around most TV news personalities. Right. Who, who wouldn't even who push back used, once on that fucking bullshit. Like they're, they're not, TV news anchors are not trained in how to you know, nail someone to the wall because that's what, not what their job is. Their job is usually to make somebody look really good and catapult their propaganda for them. Right. So when they actually like clash with somebody like this, this person has been trained to run around whatever question is thrown at her and not answer it. 
and say, well, you know, we, we gave them warning. It's like, but yeah, but then you still killed them. She's like, well, no other other country would have warned them. Like that's, that's, that has nothing to do with what you did. Right. Like this is, I mean, this is, this is abusive relationship one-on-one yep. type of stuff. Like if you were in a relationship and somebody did this kind of shit to you on like a personal level, you would call it gaslighting. You would call it manipulation of the worst kind. Right. And, and, you know, it, at least then, you know, it's an interpersonal relationship here. We're talking about tens of thousands of people being murdered. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just, and again, that's why I'm just not entirely convinced, uh, that they are just going to be able to do that. They are going to be told to stop and that they'll just stop. I mean, I know that, you know, to some extent, if the U S tells them to stop, they will, but I'm really not sure if they're not going to just let them try to sort of it's the only thing that will stop them it's the only control no i've of course that's the only thing that could stop them i just i'm not convinced that the u.s is is itching to stop them like on a dime because they and they're not twelve thousand people they're not i mean they don't seem like they're they're, close to that's that and they're not they're (laughs) i'm telling you it's it's, I'm just, gonna, I don't know where you can't, this, this, it's, it seems arbitrary. Like, I really don't think that the U S uh, would mind at all if they just did this for another year. Like I, I, I could see a situation as horrific. They're, as not let, they're not going to let it go on for a year. It's, it's just, I, I mean, I've, I've just, I've seen this happen so many times in my life. Usually it's, you know, two to four years. Right. And there is absolutely a body count ratio that is in play in every single one of these conflicts. And it's bigger this time because Hamas did break down the wall and run into, ran into Israel and killed a bunch of people and humiliated the IDF militarily. So it's, it's going to be worse this time, but I I still, I'm convinced there is a proportionality to it. Uh, And, you know, when, when they, we get to that point, suddenly every Democrat is going to all call for a ceasefire at the same time. It's starting with a trickle of them and they're not going to convince anybody because the people they're trying to convince have no morality whatsoever. No, no, not at all. Um, but those, and- those people do care about the optics of it, even if they don't care about those human lives. And they know that at a certain point it will become untenable. It's just, we're not at that point yet. Yeah, and and again, just Bernie Sanders and all the other Democrats are complete fucking cowards. Um, and I, I, I just you know I I I knew fundamentally that that was true, but Bernie always was the one who would stand up to some extent. Like he wouldn't go full bore, and you know he never did enough. But it it, it really it bums me out. Like and again, I've you know given up on him a long time ago, but it still bums me out. Uh, just how fucking completely absorbed into the machine he is on this and how he just refuses to uh call for a ceasefire which again is not even a good solution i that the, the fucking overton window that's moved on this um to is so infuriating to me because it's like this shouldn't even be a conversation like we should be having a conversation about making israel pay for its crimes uh the fact that the the left wing is the established the acceptable left wing position is like hey just just stop murdering uh innocent civilians it, like that that's the leftmost position that like that that the left party in america can't even get to is is infuriating to me and exactly why i don't engage with electoral politics anymore because it's just a fucking disgusting cesspool of like the worst most you know spineless moralless people you'll ever encounter in in you know the history of the world but uh that should not no. be at that all the 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 
and one end of the spectrum. Like that's a fucking ridiculous thing that that's like the left end of the spectrum in popular discourse. You've seen the clip of Bernie going off on the uh, protesters. Yeah, I, I and I, I saw a clip and I saw one that was like from a couple of years ago. I, I know this is this has been like unfortunately something he's been pretty terrible on for uh, most of his career. Yeah, I mean yeah. this is I mean this he's, is, you know. And, and I, I don't fault him for probably his reasoning or logic. I just don't agree with the outcome it's, it, of it's it. It's just, you but know? like... It betrays everything else about him that he claims to hold dear. And But, you know, yes. I mean, he's betrayed a lot of things that he's claimed to hold dear in the last two years. But, um, yeah, it's a, it's a really interesting kind of a thing with the, you know, bombing hospitals. Like, it's... <laughs> yes, we want you to go crazy and bomb thousands of buildings um but you know the hospitals are sacred really like you clearly don't think that anything else is sacred you don't think that having water is sacred or having food is sacred you don't think that having individual rights and liberty is sacred like but but the hospitals we got to think about the babies so i had a couple lines here i don't remember where i got this from but um this is basically the state department's uh, position on hospital bombing. Um, so this is the official Biden administration um, finger wag they're putting out there. Uh, says, uh, we don't want to see hospitals be the subject of crossfire. State Department spokesman Matthew Miller said at a press briefing Monday, quote, we want to see the civilians who are sheltered in hospitals, the civilians who are being treated in hospitals, including babies in hospitals, be protected. Hospitals are legitimate civilian infrastructure. They should be protected. At the same time, I would say Hamas continues to use hospitals as locations for its command posts. So if you if you would say that, why didn't you just say that? <laughs> right. I would say it. Uh, I would you, say it because if you I believe me, I would to, say it. Right. I would when you when you believe when you know something's true, you don't say I would say Hamas continues to use hospitals. You don't phrase it that way. If you know it's true, you phrase it that way when you want to insinuate something that you know probably isn't true. At a White House, uh, at the White House Monday, President Biden said he was in contact with the Israeli government about the targeting of hospitals in Gaza. Hospitals must be protected, Biden said. Again, just fucking talking points. So here's the thing. If hospitals must be protected, but Hamas is definitely using hospitals, that means the State Department wants Hamas protected at all costs. <laughs> yes. Just, just like the circles and like, we have to go, we have to agree with this thing that Israel's saying with no proof because there's a little, there are a little mini me and we have to go along with it, but we also don't want them to actually bomb hospitals because then it makes us look bad. Right. So we're trying to, we're trying to tow both lines here. So the article continues, Gaza's hospitals have emerged as a flashpoint in the Israeli Hamas war with both sides accusing each other of threatening civilian lives. Hamas has accused Israel of firing recklessly towards hospitals. Israel has accused Hamas of operating underneath them. Like, oh, if only there were, you know, dozens of journalists on the ground who could confirm either of those two allegations. But by the way, uh, let's see, what was the number I figure I had it here? Um, in the last 37 days, Israel has murdered 49 journalists. Well, that's... Uh... That's light work for them. I'm surprised. Like the, the, you know, they, they have the blue helmet and the blue flak jack, jacket on, you know, so you, you, there's no way you could accidentally kill them. That could be uh, anybody. I mean, come that's, on. But that's why that's why they're getting targeted. That's why the sharpshooters are right. shooting them is because, oh, oh, there's press. We don't want the press showing what we're doing, so we're going right. to kill them. One guy, they literally did, have been, yeah, have done that before. That one guy, um, 
apparently they decided he was too famous of a reporter, so they just killed his family instead. Oh, that's that's nice of them. And the, they they know. targeted his house and blew up his house while he was away, knowing his wife and kids were there. I mean, I you know, nothing was ever been more illustrative to me about the way that the, that that they just approach um this this conflict and that that video we talked about a few weeks ago uh where the guy was reporting uh in Israel and the IDF guy just literally walks into frame like knows he's recording and just completely just starts like berating him and saying you better report you know you better report the truth you know clearly trying to intimidate him to the point where we both were like we we thought he was going to shoot him on air like it was that uh hostile and and psychotic and it just it but it speaks to the fact that they truly don't care how unhinged that they look they like that this is a true you know pa- they like don't for think them- they look unhinged that's, that's the, the thing. thing like they, is- they genuinely believe these things this is not we- like a cynical thing like they're really fucking maniacs it's it you know and it's it it is i think there's a sense of of insulation there you know we talk about like oh north korea is cut off from the outside world and there's different ways that can happen within the country too right it could be self-inflicted like in the case of israel if, if you're just like a fucking shitty neighbor and you piss off everybody to the point where you know seven countries all attack you at the same time you might find yourself thinking like oh i have to be you know extra you know rabid and violent to make sure they never fuck with me it's like well that's the reason why they're fucking with you because you're acting like that way in the first place from day one you act that way there was no there was nothing that, you could have just moved to palestine and lived there it would have been fine but no, yep. you had to make militias and go around and shoot people and chase them off their land and bulldoze their homes. Like that, it wasn't good. Like, what kind of person does that? What what kind of person goes into someone else's neighborhood, someone else's home, someone else's established community, and just starts threatening everybody and, t- and pointing guns at them, and telling them to get the fuck out? Like, there, no normal person acts that way when you are no. in someone else's community. Like, I, I I've moved to places where. My skin color was not the majority of skin color, not not even close, right? And and I know if I start walking around acting like the typical stereotypical white male, I'm not going to make any friends, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. So, no, like, fucking ass beat. Be a fucking good neighbor, you know. Especially when you're the, you know, poster child for gentrification. You know, even though I'm fucking poor as shit. Uh, just you know, just don't don't be a dick. Just you know, be happy that you're allowed to walk down the street in a place yeah. like that. But yeah, so we had one last clip um, we wanted to play here, and the audio on this is not very good because it was uh, recorded in a very loud, crowded restaurant, but uh, what you're going to hear is somebody confronting Senator Liz Warren at dinner, uh, and what she's saying to Liz Warren is that she's lost 68 members of her family in the genocide so far, uh, and you're not gonna really going to be able to hear what Liz Warren says, uh, but you'll hear one of her handlers You'll hear a liberal scold, as you always do, whenever anytime anyone actually speaks truth at an event that a politician is at. Uh, so yeah, let's let's play this clip uh, for for uh, profile and courage, Liz Warren. Thank you. Can I bring you some uh, water to get started? Of course, we have tap water. We also have water. I have 
I don't think this is the proper place. So yeah, so what you what you can't hear Liz Warren say is the young woman comes up and t- explains to her that she's had sixty eight members of her family killed, and Liz Warren replies, "I'm at dinner." <laughs> who 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 hears? I, I'm I'm off the clock. Members I'm of the- my family die, and he replies, "Why are you talking to me? I'm eating." A literal sociopath. No, a literal fucking sociopath. And again, what that is is. I'm off the clock. I'm not on. I'm not pretending to be somebody who actually cares about people right now. I'm at dinner. You fucking scum. Get away from me. That is what Liz Warren is saying by saying I'm at dinner because we all know she doesn't give a fuck about people. She's a fucking just truly one of the most on like when, when you really look at her history and her history of lying about things and the way she, you know, handled the whole Bernie thing. I mean, truly one of the most psychotic people that's ever uh, grace the halls of, of Congress, like just one of the most pathological liars that's ever uh, existed in, in DC, which is really saying something. Um, and, well, you know, and, just, and, you know, it's amazing to me in her brain. It, like, look, I'm sitting here eating. I don't want to have to think about 2 million Palestinians being starved by Israel. <laughs> okay. Like that's right. going to, that's going to make me not be able to enjoy this $150 plate dinner that I'm, I'm sitting here. Um, yeah, every single one of these people is should they should never be allowed a moment's peace in public. Nope, right? Nope. Absolutely they sh- they not. Should, the, from the minute they walk out their front door, they should be hounded relentlessly wherever they go. Yep, yep, they absolutely should be. Um, and I, I appreciate people doing that. And, and I just i I can't imagine the 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 just absolute fucking lack of humanity that you must have to to just literally just be like, I'm at dinner to somebody's like 68 members of my family have been killed because of something you have direct, uh, power to, to help stop. Like that's that it's just, it's, it's unreal to me that you could just be that fucking just, just sociopathic that that wouldn't affect you. But, uh, you know, nothing really surprises me with people from DC anymore. Um, all right. Well, that little things that we needed to get out of here. Um, we wanted to mention, uh, Eric Adams is going down in flames. Yeah. We, we, we really don't have time to get into that full story, but basically he's, uh, he is, uh, being, uh, investigated right now for, uh, campaign fraud for, for, so what, what is the, the, the kind of cliff notes version of what's going on with him? Basically, um, he wanted one of the things was that he wanted to get a building uh, approved before it actually had been approved because it would make the nation of Turkey happy for some reason. Uh, Apparently that he's been getting basically like bundled campaign donations from a foreign entity, which is illegal. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the the best part of the story is like how the FBI served the search warrants. They apparently pulled over his motorcade and... (laughs) Asked his okay, so according to sources, the agents asked the NYPD security detail to step aside and then climbed into Adam's city issued SUV and presented him with a warrant to seize all of his electronic devices. <laughs> Amazing to me that a guy who uh literally made up a fucking apartment in New York City to, to pretend that he, like he didn't live in New Jersey uh would, would 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 have you know shady campaign finance stuff going on. That's uh it's very surprising to me. 
I, I will never, I will never forget how they literally had a fucking tour of his apartment, quote unquote, uh, with the New York City press, and that they found a bunch of like, like, you know, like colorful sneakers in his house that were clearly his fucking sons, and it was clearly like his son's fucking apartment that he pretended he was living in, like the most bachelor pad looking place you could possibly imagine. But, um. So yeah, continue no. to hear the mayor typically reads public remarks from an iPad and carries two cell phones. All three devices were turned over to the FBI, sources said. They also asked him to turn over any old cell phones in his possession, too. So, <laughs> right. It's like they, they don't, whatever cell phones he has now as mayor, they think there's probably uh, evidence of breaking campaign finance law on his old phones, too. <laughs> So. Yeah, which you know, again, he is a he was a former cop, so I'm sure he was better about covering covering his tracks. He wouldn't use the, the phone he has, you know, his official phone. I'm sure he has a fucking you know CD phone that he does all that shit on. Um, but uh, I, I hope they fucking nail this guy. I mean, this guy is one of the biggest fucking liars, uh, you know, uh, in in office right now. And we we've we've highlighted countless stories about him just being a complete right-wing maniac uh you know democrat uh in name only as far right as the democrats are this guy is you know about as conservative as giuliani was in the 90s uh and just you know knows he has to run as a democrat remember the name of the last mayor was who's the fucking tall guy who was uh, de blasio de blasio yeah i was just like i knew it i i knew whoever new york city elected this time would make him look fucking great no, hundred like, percent. Like I mean, he, he's yeah, he's not, and I don't think anyone would ever be like, "Oh man, De Blasio, great fucking mayor." But yes, by contrast. Um, all right, well, that does it for us this week. Um, if you want to support the show, rate and view, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Looks like our new feed is updating to Apple. Uh, so if you are listening to us through Apple Podcasts, it should still update uh, with the new feed. Uh, if uh, again, our site, if you wanted to find it, it was. Uh, uh, what the hell was it? Uh, AK- so it's uh, feeds.acast.com slash public slash shows slash move left or follow us on Twitter and we'll uh, post the links there. Uh, I am on Twitter at move underscore left. The show is on Twitter at move left pod. Uh, and I'm on Twitter at bike slutty. Yeah, see you next time. Uh-oh.